Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15, discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome to the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast where we invite you into a journey of healing and personal transformation that will radically change your divorce experience, heal your heart while refining your character, and set you up to be effective and feel empowered as you navigate the practical and emotional challenges of divorce. I'm your host, Karen McMahon, founder of Journey Beyond Divorce. My divorce brought me to my knees, and it also transformed me and set me on this path to help you. Our team of JBD coaches support men and women to engage in divorce with more calm, clarity, and confidence through our one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. I, I couldn't let go. You know, I couldn't let go of my being a very connected mother. Like I, I can't, I couldn't imagine spending time without her. And he said from the very, you know, the very beginning of our talks about getting separated, he wanted 50, 50 custody. And I just thought there's no 
way. There's absolutely no way. But we slowly, you know, I slowly started to build trust. Um, and, it, it, you know, he, he did, we did go through a sobriety um a big change for him and 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 it's you know i think we'll get to this later but we're all in such a better place right now he's not drinking haley's got a more present father i am a much happier more authentic person so i feel extremely proud of the work i've done to get us to that place Welcome to Voices of Celebration. This series is designed to inspire and encourage you as we share real life experiences of former Journey Beyond Divorce clients who invested in their personal growth through divorce and emerged a better version of themselves with a more rewarding post-divorce life. Welcome back to another episode of Voices of Celebration. And with me today is one of our um, clients whose name we're going to call Molly today. Welcome, Molly. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm really honored to be here. Well, we're very grateful that you um, are willing to come on and tell your story. And I'll just say offline, Molly was telling me how it was very exciting for her to be on because she was on the other side in the uh, beginning of the tunnel and listening to voices of celebration. So, um, and now she is a voice of celebration. And so we're really excited about that, Molly. It is a really, really exciting. It was, I was just really honored to be invited to be a voice of celebration because honestly, listening to other people's stories gave me hope and confidence that I could I could do the same, that I could have an authentic life and I could find a way out. So I, I very much appreciate your podcast and I'm so happy. I hope that my story, you know, resonates with somebody listening and that it helps them as well. Yeah. And, and I guarantee it will. And so let's just dive in. We like to start by giving listeners just a little bit of context of what uh, your situation was that landed you on the path uh, to divorce. Yes, I I essentially knew that I was in trouble um, when my daughter was born. Um, I you know I, I think our relationship was okay, um, but I was very much a people pleasing type of maybe codependent type of person um, during the relationship. But as soon as my daughter was born, and you know, my, her, her father was just not changing his life to be a dad. The, you know, drinking that we had done before the baby, I thought, oh, that'll change. You know, I'm a very optimistic person. Like he'll get it together. He, you know, won't be going out to the bars and won't be, you know, having as much to drink when she's here. And that, that certainly didn't change. Um, and also, you know, just, just in general, I thought, you know, he's not showing up for her. And then I thought to myself, wait, how about me? <laughs> he's not showing up for me either. Um, so it took a long time. Um, you know, we, we really 
I really thought there were things I could do to save the marriage or, you know, try, but, um, you know, just kind of continued to get worse and worse and worse. And, um, I ended up, um, moving out in September of last year and, and really it was a huge journey to get to that point, but every day life has gotten better since I moved out. So, um, I'm, I'm very happy. I've, I've got myself out of there. So this is really the story of so many people where, um, a, a relate a new relationship, uh, you know, is, is starting to struggle a little bit, maybe a little bit of imbalance. And then the children come, the child or the children come. And then that, that huge shift that one typically goes through themselves, right. You become so yeah. selfless when you go from hanging out and partying and socializing to having a child that's we've heard so often how that's where um the break begins yeah seeing that one parent isn't making that kind of shift into selfless and responsible as as they need to absolutely that's it's it's so true and so what um what led you to reach out to journey beyond. I heard that you maybe started with the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. I, so, so I honestly think the podcast was getting me through. I was, you know, living under one roof with him. I was trying to make everybody happy, really walking on eggshells. Um, but at night when, you know, I'd finally, I just, I would just lay down with, you know, my daughter at bedtime, her bedtime is like, you know, nine o'clock. So, that's when I would put on the podcast and I'd hear stories and, you know, anything that I learned about emotional abuse, um, living with an alcoholic, I just thought, Oh, it's not just me. You know, you feel so alone. You feel like, you know, you're crazy, but you're not, there's other people going through this and it's very much, you know, it's probably unfortunately more, more common than I'd like to even believe, but hearing other women's stories, um, just really helped. And then I think I reached a, a real breaking point. Um, you know, it's just a, just a, a typical story where I was trying to do, be all things to all people. Um, you know, picked up my daughter from school. We met up with her friend and her mom and we were just playing at the playground and then it started to rain. We ended up, you know, as kids do, they love to jump in the puddles and, and have fun. So we kind of came home soaking wet <laughs> and, um, it was, you know, probably a little, it was dinner time, but you're probably past that hunger point where you're just, you know, <laughs> you're just kind of upset. And then you've got a wet kid that needs to get into the bath. So I, you know, was kind of just doing all the things I ended up leaving her wagon, which we live in, we live in New York city. So the wagon is, you know, on New York city streets. And, um, I put the wagon just outside of our door in our apartment building. And, you know, he got really upset about that. And he, instead of, you know, helping out with the wet kid and the, all the things that had to happen for dinner and bedtime, just decided to pack up that wagon and put it on my pillow. So I, I thought this is it. You know, I just, I took a photo of that wagon on my bed and I thought that I'm done. I don't need to put up with this. Um, and, and the next day I scheduled a meeting with my coach, my now coach, Carrie, 
um, through the Journey Beyond website. And it just honestly has been such, it's just so helpful, just so incredibly helpful to talk with a coach. I've, I've been seeing a therapist for years and that's also extremely helpful. I think everyone needs all the help they can get. Um, but I really needed a coach to kind of push me to do the things I knew I needed to do, um, and have confidence in me and, and just be a solid, you know, resource and sounding board with great ideas and, and somebody who had, you know, talked people through these steps before. So, so that was it, (laughs) you know, that, that was it. That was just, there were many, many, many low points, but that one, I just, I couldn't see past it. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like the red wagon moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Um, so burned in my brain. It's like I'm I, I, I have such an image of it too, just the way you <laughs> described it. You can see where it's like, okay, that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Um, Are you emotionally overwhelmed, heartbroken, bitter, paralyzed by fear? In order to effectively navigate the significant decisions before you and skillfully master your life after divorce, you must attend to your emotional recovery. Our 12-step divorce recovery program is an emotional roadmap that guides you to feel clearer, stronger, and more in charge of yourself. Thousands have emerged transformed by the lessons, strategies, and tools our roadmap provides. Divorce will change your life. Enroll in the 12-step divorce recovery program today and ensure that the changes will be life-enhancing. Go to divorcerecoveryprogram.com to enroll. hearing that here you were a young mom, which is such an incredibly exciting time. And yet there was a lot of friction in your relationship. And uh, I'm hearing um, some emotional abandonment of both you and your daughter physical too, just not, not necessarily participating. And, you know, you started out earlier saying that you know, you saw some of the things, your people pleasing, your codependence. And of course, we're always mm-hmm. um, working on helping our clients understand what did you bring to the table that helped to manifest this so that you can heal and do things differently. And so um, I think it's so important that that you um, that you brought that up, Molly. And I'm wondering, with all that you had going on, um, a couple of the key uh, fears that you had um, that that we can kind of talk about today. What what would you say those were? You know, there were there were many 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 fears. Um, you know, financial. How am I going to do this? I live in New York City. How am I going to afford an apartment for myself? Um, just having confidence in myself as a single mother. You know, how am I going to do this on my own? Um, I don't live near family. I don't have, you know, 
grandma next door to come help out. Um, that was a fear, but I think, you know, the overarching fear was, you know, is he going to be able to take care of her on his own? Because up until, um, about a year ago, he had only spent two overnights with her, um, alone. Only two overnights alone. And she's, um, I'm assuming now she's, so we're a couple of years in. So is she still um, uh, pre-grade school? Yes. Yes. She's still in, in pre, pre (laughs) pre-K, they call it here. So, so yeah, I mean, I just really had to, I had to kind of, you know, build trust in him. And that's really hard to do because I felt that I was, I was the the main, you know, the parent. I was the one doing all the things. And I have such a bond with my daughter. She's just everything to me. And I just didn't trust him. He's definitely got, you know, some alcohol issues, underlying, you know, anger management, like all kinds of, you know, he's just, just, just was hard to deal with. Um, but on the surface, which I, I don't know if this will resonate with people, he looks great. You know, he, he was very much like, I have to be at every drop off and every pickup, um, at school so that I look like a great dad and, you know, always, always, you know, trying to be an image of a wonderful dad, but then behind closed doors, it's the wagon on the pillow. I mean, it was just, so, so can't, I just, you know, I just, um, it was just so hard. You know, life was honestly so hard to, I, I couldn't let go. You know, I couldn't let go of my being a very connected mother. Like I, I can't, I couldn't imagine spending time without her. And he said from the very, you know, the very beginning of our talks about getting separated, he wanted 50, 50 custody. And I just thought there's no way there's absolutely no way. But we slowly, you know, I slowly started to build trust. Um, and it, it, you know, he, he did, we did go through a sobriety, um, a big change for him. And, and, and it's, you know, I think we'll get to this later, but we're all in such a better place right now. He's not drinking. Haley's got a more present father. I am a much happier, more authentic person. So I feel extremely proud of the work I've done to get us to that place. Yeah. And I I just want to, I kind of want to jump in here because I think that as you, as you kind of lay out the situation, it would be easy and understandable for somebody who's dealing with uh, a spouse who's got, you know, alcoholism or addiction on their mm-hmm. side and, and all of the attitudes and isms that come with that, mm-hmm. um, you know, very self-focused, very victim oriented mm-hmm. um, to be to be judgmental and to be condemning. And what I'm hearing is um like every parent, even with a completely healthy co-parent, the hardest thing is imagining spending less time with your kid. I think that out of all the years and all the clients we've coached men and women, it's just, you're dealing with moms and dads who are like, oh my God, like, I don't want to come home and not have my child there. And so there's that, which is universal. And then you add in, um, uh, 
a, a co-parent who is unhealthy. So whether it's a, a mental mm-hmm. health thing or addiction or alcoholism, that they're not um, they're not kind of where they need to be up to speed to take on the responsibility. And in your case, you're even saying over all those years, he had two overnight. So how could you possibly trust? And at that point, there's one of two paths to take. And one is judgment, condemnation, and you haven't. And so you can't. And I'm hearing you took a different path. And that's what I would love to talk about, because I think that's going to be incredibly valuable for the people listening. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's a very, it's a very good point because I had some pressure from, you know, family friends saying, you got to just get out of there. You know, you could, you can, you can call the police and file for emergency custody and just get out of there. But Take I thought, your girl and leave. Right. Yeah. That's what I kept hearing. And I just, I just couldn't do that. I thought, you know, no matter what he is her father. And that was my, you know, that was my choice that, you know, I, I chose to have a child with him and he is her father forever, you know, her entire life. And do I want him to have to, you know, do I want to do, do I want her to see police come into the house and escort us out? Um, no, (laughs) do I want, you know, her to have to have supervised visits with him? No, I, I believed in him that, Somewhere in there, he really does absolutely adore his daughter and he wants to be a good dad, but Mm. he just really was struggling. And to be honest, I was the thing that had to change because as soon as I started to step back, he started to step up. Um, you know, we kind of took, that is such a powerful sentence that you just, I mean, I just, I just want to pause for a moment on that because here you've got an individual with all, with all the, the unhealthy and displeasing behaviors, but you filled the whole space. So, so he actually, he didn't keep keep doing that. (laughs) He could keep doing what he was doing. And, and, and I, I want you to highlight because I think it's important. There, there are people who don't make any changes and may not be um, healthy for our children, your child to be around. And and that's one situation, but you created and held a space for your soon to be ex to become the best version of himself. And can you just share a little bit about what that journey was for you, for him, for your daughter, and then we'll celebrate the outcome. Yes, definitely. So we essentially, I, I did sign a lease on an apartment, just, you know, very close to his place. Um, I, you know, for a couple of reasons, one, I needed some space. I just needed to kind of have my own place to work during the day. So my daughter didn't know about the place um, for a while, but then what we did was kind of a very gradual process of him spending more time with her. So it started with, um, you know, a weekend where I, I just spent two nights here at my apartment and he spent the weekend with her. I was five minutes away. If anything were ever to be needed of me, I was right here and, and everybody was fine. Everyone lived. Everybody was fine. I think she stayed up a little late. She watched a little too much TV, but guess what? Everyone was fine. And then 
we went on vacation. I had a big family vacation planned. Um, this was last summer and it, we, we planned to both go to the same area. I stayed with my family with her for the first half of the vacation about, I think it was four nights. And then he came to the same area about within like 20 miles and she spent four nights with him. So that was a huge, that was a big one. I thought, how am I going to, this is going to be hard four nights. And it was also a big transition because she's playing with her cousins and her grandma and grandpa and, you know, my big extended family. And then we had to, you know, kind of pack her up and take her over to her dad's. And it was very hard the night before we both cried the day that we were taking her over to her dad's was rough. But then as soon as I got, as soon as I got her over to him, she was excited to see him. She's happy to, you know, they had something fun planned and, and it just, it just was, a, it just went really well. And I just had to let go and let him be a dad. And he did great. At Journey Beyond Divorce, we know that sometimes the most powerful support we can offer is to help you process the storm of emotions you're experiencing and gently challenge the beliefs that are keeping you stuck. The way Karen delivers her program is that she validates the feelings, the emotions, the ups, the downs. She hones in on the specifics that really talk to that particular person when they're going through this crazy emotional time. Let us be a beacon in the midst of this crazy emotional time. Book a free lifeline call with us to help lift the fog and begin practicing new ways of thinking, being, and doing that better support you as you journey through and beyond divorce. Our gift to you is taking that first step with you on your free Rapid Relief Lifeline call, where we help you navigate the emotional and logistical turbulence of separation and divorce. Visit rapidreliefcall.com to book your call. Tell us a little bit about... um, what made you trust that he was sober? I think that that's an important piece here. Yes, there was, there was some, there was another incident, um, you know, similar to the wagon. <laughs> I came home to my work computer um, being completely destroyed. So, you know, Haley and I got, got back to the apartment and he just kind of seemed very off. And I thought, what's going on? You know, he looked like he'd seen a ghost. He was kind of just stressed or like, you know, kind of just, just didn't look right. And he said, you know, I, I damaged your computer. And I thought, what, like, what's wrong with it? (laughs) I mean, it was in a backpack just sitting next to like our washer and dryer. And he said, I was cleaning and I dropped the backpack and I didn't know your laptop was in there. Well, the laptop was shattered. I mean, it was completely destroyed and he had been drinking. So he, long story short, he, he destroyed the laptop and it was my livelihood. That's my connection to work. I work, you know, it was during the pandemic working remotely. There's no office to go get a new computer. I can't just go to Best Buy because it's, you know, gotta be, you know, the whole thing was a whole, was a huge mess. I mean, it was a direct, 
direct attack on me um, because I couldn't work. So I documented all of this and basically, you know, said to the lawyer, to my lawyer that I, you know, would like to, I need his, I need this to be documented. This was another chance where friends were saying, just file a police report and get out of there. But again, I had seen, you know, I just, I was starting to, I just, I sat with it and really mold over the, the decision. And I just thought I'm going to document everything and we're going to get this in front of his lawyer. So, so that it's in writing. And I think honestly, when his lawyer got a hold of the information, the pictures, the story, everything, I think she put the fear into him that he was never going to see his daughter if he kept this up. Um, and he, to my knowledge, has not drank since that day. So, yeah, so that was, that was in, that was actually about a year ago. It was in May of last year. And then we did the vacation in July. So there was, there was sort of some, I, I, I had some, you know, evidence. He was taking breathalyzers through Silverlink and, and I was getting not real-time results, um, but aggregate. So I would see that he had had three clean breathalyzers a day looking backwards. So I at least had something to stand on that she was going to be safe with him. That, that's and Soberlink is such a great tool. And for you to have that, it's like this, you're the first person who's who's actually brought that up and said that this was beneficial for me and my confidence of him. And I'm sure it was beneficial for him to be able to prove to you that he was he yeah. was staying on a straight path. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, you know, it's like, I think he finally had to take a hard look at himself when, you know, cause he, I, he was trying to brush that under the rug. I'll pay for it. I'll do whatever you need me to do. Um, you know, I'm sorry, like, you know, whatever, but he didn't admit that he purposefully destroyed the thing. Um, but I think what, you know, when I just, I had to do something. I wasn't going to file a police report, but I did send that all over to his lawyer through mine. And I think that was the first time he had to really take a hard look at himself. So, so I'm hearing that throughout this process, this, this early stages of co-parenting that you took baby steps, you were close by, you started with small um, doses of time with dad and his daughter together, which is, which is great. And, and so you're a year later and can you just share a little bit of how this I mean, you've, you've took a couple of leaps of faith and, and just showed incredible compassion for seeing and knowing the man that you fell in love with that was under the brokenness of the alcoholism. And I think that that's something that I just really want our listeners to hear that, that, you know, we're we're all human beings with our wounds and, Mm -hmm. and some show up more displeasing, right. In relationship. And yet your level of compassion and desire for your daughter to have her dad in her life um, Mm -hmm. set you on a path and him on a path that really unfolded beautifully. Can you just share a little bit more of the year and how that, how, how that's led you to where you are today? Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I mean, so I, so it was baby steps. um, And I just kept seeing that every time they were together without me, it was fine. It was really fine. The hardest part 
was the transition. Um, and what we would do is, is make the transition basically who was picking her up from school. Um, so that made it a lot easier. And so she wasn't going from like your arms to daddy. She was going right. from school to you or school to daddy. Yes. And that was, that was the best, um, way to do it. And we, you know, by September, so the, so the vacation where he had her for four nights was July. And then by September, I fully moved out and, you know, just again, close by, <laughs> um, and we've got a 50, 50 parenting schedule, um, and everything has been going great. I think, you know, it was the best decision for our family is it for all three of us, the best decision for all three of us. And, and it's, it's great to see, honestly, he's healthy. She's like I said, just, he's stepped up as her dad and they've got, they're building, I think they're really building their relationship. And he'll say things to me like, you know, she's such an incredible kid. And, and I think, well, yeah, where have you been? Like, she's always <laughs> an incredible kid, but I think it's because they're, they're bonding, you know, and they really didn't have that before because I was there and I needed to step back and I needed to take that. Le- I mean, it was, it's risky, right? It, it really was yeah, risky. Huge. Yeah. Um, and, and yet what, what a beautiful outcome, because not only did yeah. you step back, but dad stepped up and yeah, and both, both pieces are needed. And, and I would love for you to just chat a little bit, Molly, if you would, about, you know, I remember, I remember uh, my kids are 23 and 25 now. And, and when I first moved out and the first weekend without them, um, you know, just like your heart is broken and, and the weekend lasts for forever and your mind is going crazy. And it's just, it's just human for that to be really, really hard. And yet we so often talk to our clients about the yin and the yang of the weekend without the children. Could you share a little bit? yours is still so young. (laughs) What are the benefits that you have um, created and derived out of having um, uh, child-free time? You know, I want to start off by saying it is very hard, but it's also very great. Just like you said, the yin and the yang. I mean, to have time to yourself and re- like rediscover who you are. I was one of those people. I didn't even know what I wanted to eat. Like I just, that was like a real point of contention with him. So I was just like, whatever will make everybody happy. And then I've got a weekend to myself and it's like, Oh, what do I want? You know, what do I want to do? Um, and that very first weekend, I happened to have a great friend in town who also was going through divorce and And she has two little kids and the two of us, you know, we just had like a great time. We went to brunch, we went shopping. We, you know, it's like, we had long discussions. We, you know, just because it is hard, you feel, you almost feel like you're not yourself. You know, it's like, you know, yourself, but you're not like actively mom right now. You're not actively like, you know, triaging or whatever's happening. Right, right. <laughs> it's um, like you're a, you're a different version of yourself, one that you haven't yeah. had a chance to get very acquainted with. Totally, totally. So I've gotten into a lot of DIY and crafts and <laughs> just a lot of things to kind of keep busy, but 
I've also spent a lot of time, you know, I have to say one of the biggest tools is journaling, just getting your feelings on paper is just so hugely important to me. And to remember, you know, some of these days where it's hard and you're just like, oh, you know, I, I, I wish I, you know, wasn't living on my own and having this weekend to myself because I feel weird about it. Like I go back and read a journal entry from a year and I go, and I think how far I've come and how, you know, this is a, not even a year out. What's it going to be like a year from now, even better. You know, I've, I've, um, it's funny you bring up the yin and the yang, because one of the things that I've become really interested in is feng shui, um, which uses that a lot. And I recently signed up and I'm doing a certification. So it's an online course and I'm, you know, trying to, you know, just dive into something because I'm interested, you know, it's nobody else's decision, but mine, it's like, I'm going to spend my time studying something and, and, you know, maybe even creating a side job for myself. And it's wonderful. It's like, just to enjoy something because you're interested, you know, it doesn't, I don't have to run it by anybody. (laughs) Um, you know, and, and I'll say also part of the joyful, um, process of having your own place. That is huge. Just, you know, decorating it how you want to moving furniture around three times in one day, because you want to just, just having your own space is so hugely important. Um, and it was fun for me, you know, that was a really fun thing for me. And I think, you know, once you kind of make the decision that you, you love yourself more and you deserve better than to be treated that way, the world kind of, you know, starts to just work for you. I started to, you know, I found new friends. I've discovered new interests. Um, it is just, it's just really nice to have an authentic life. You know, I was always just putting a smile on and grinning and bearing. And, and it's like the duck, um, where the duck looks so calm and peaceful, but under the water, there's all this like, you know, churning and craziness of, of the paddling. And I was that duck for so long and it is exhausting. And so to be, you know, on, you know, to have, to have my own authentic way of living back and, and just feeling, you know, feeling the feelings is so good. It's so, and it is sad. You do have those moments where you really don't want your daughter to leave. You know, I really don't want her to be gone for five days, but it's just the way it has to be. It's the way that works for us. And, and it's absolutely worth it. It's a huge price to pay. You know, it's a, it's a big price to pay, um, for your happiness to, to spend time away from your family. But it's, it's also great because like all of us are just healthier. And it sounds like you have, um, quality time when you're with her and quality time when you're not with her, it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It is. And it's nice to be able to have the time, you know, to yourself and take care of yourself and recharge and, get a good night's sleep, you know, eat a good meal. And then, 
you feel energized and and happy as soon as, you know, she's back. (laughs) I I remember one of the things that I would delight in is during the two or three days when the kids were gone, I could clean the house. The house stayed clean (laughs) the whole time until I'd be back. And you have such a sense um, of just hearing this, this lightness and this joy in your voice. And, and, you know, I, I just, in, in summarizing this story, I think it's so important for our listeners to hear that, you know, I am speaking to a woman who experienced, um, you know, verbal and emotional abuse um, in that, that chaotic, frenetic um, attitudes and isms of an alcoholic with a young child, fearful and confused and uncertain about finances and scared to death to have this parent who's clearly like not sober, uh, caring for her child. And then fast forward a year of doing your own work and noticing your people pleasing and your codependence and, and you're maybe taking too much control and changing your behavior and trusting this man and knowing in your heart of hearts that there's a good person in there who needs to heal himself so that he could be a good dad. And then seeing all of that come to fruition and a year later, having your own apartment, having what sounds like a nice co-parenting relationship with dad and seeing your daughter blossom in her relationship with him as well as you. I mean, that that right there is an amazing story, Molly. <laughs> Thank you so much. It it really is. I have to say that I'm proud of myself. And you know, I think I think one of the other things that we kind of left out, I feel like, you know, I broke this cycle that was going to just continue. So I'm so glad I made the decision that I did because I I think it really saved generations to come, Mm. you know, not just the three of us, but, but people to come. So yeah. And, and that piece, I got chills as you said that for me, Um, helping people make changes that have been generational problems, that breaking Mm -hmm. of generational chains Mm -hmm. is such a gift to our children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Like it's like to, to set a different path going forward um, based on your, um, your courage and willingness to do work and his courage and willingness to do work. And, and now you have a girl who gets to have, um, yes. uh, two healthy parents and, yes. and yes. two homes and, yeah. and all that's going to come with her, her life experience. I just, I just want to congratulate you because it, what you did, um, is, so not easy and yeah. takes courage and and takes a lot of compassion. I mean, your heart and choosing not to listen to those who told you to call the police, but to listen to your heart. That's pretty incredible. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. It's it's really great to reflect on this. It truly is. I, I really I just really appreciate you talking me through my own story because sometimes you get caught up and you don't realize, wow. This is a lot of work. (laughs) It's a lot of work and it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And and we are always so honored to come alongside clients like you and just uh, support you in 
each decision you make in the unfolding of your next chapter. And, you know, Carrie's a a rock star um, coach. And I'm so glad that you had the opportunity to work with her. I am so glad she, she has helped me tremendously. And I, I don't know if I could have done it without her. Um, She's honestly just a voice of reason for me. (laughs) I feel like every session with her, I'd come away with like a truth bomb. It's like, (laughs) it's really helped me out. And in so many ways, Um, it's a, it's such a, such a blessing. Molly, before we wrap up, um, any last words of wisdom, encouragement, inspiration that you'd like to leave our listeners with? I think I would like to just tell everyone you're worth so much more. If you're in a bad situation, just know that you're worth so much more and love yourself. I think, you know, journaling and just listening to yourself and trusting yourself and knowing that you deserve better is what is what you need. You just love yourself. Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your story. um, And congratulations on a a challenging and successful journey um, through to us. And and for those of you listening, we will be back again real soon with another episode of Voices of Celebration. Until then, you take care. Thanks, Karen. It's an honor. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Beyond Divorce podcast. I hope you found guidance and encouragement to help you along your journey. If you like my podcast, please take a minute to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. You can also visit us at jbddivorcesupport.com, where our team of coaches support both men and women throughout one-on-one coaching, group programs, online courses, and free resources. Stay tuned for our next episode, and I'll talk to you soon. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. 
Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.